friends and foes. Welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today I've got a list of 23 day jobs you could have to support your art career. The truth is, it takes a long time to learn how to make a living as an artist. And to make a living as a full-time artist, you're not just a painter, you're also a small business owner. I wish we lived in a world where we could just make art and not worry about the rent, but alas, Learning the skills you need to have a profitable art business will come from many different teachers over many years. Starting an art career is an exhilarating journey, but it often requires juggling between creating art and paying the bills. And honestly, it's wise to find a balance between the two, especially when you're beginning. The key is to find jobs that not only help you with the financial aspect of life, but also give you the skills or experiences that can be beneficial to your art career. Ideally, these jobs should be manageable, not draining on your energy or time excessive. The goal is to learn things in the day job that will help you with selling your art, while also leaving you with enough creative juice to keep your art practice alive. When I was starting out as an artist, I had three part-time jobs to support my painting, and I was super lucky in that I didn't have any student debt coming out of art school. Thanks to my parents for that. My journey to become a full-time artist probably would have taken five more years to get where I am now without that support. I want to say that becoming a full-time artist does not mean that I won't pick up another day job in the future. Art sales are super unpredictable, and I don't think it's below me to pick up a side job for a season or two. In fact, I'm probably going to do that soon. The jobs listed below are entry-level, at least they're intended to be entry-level. They're meant to be under 20 hours a week and are designed to give you the skills to benefit your art career. When you're looking for a part-time job, look for how they will help your skills, how you can use the tools of that job to boost your art. Some of these jobs may seem obvious for the art world, and some will be much more roundabout in the directness towards your art career. In any job, think of the people you meet and the relationships you develop as potential future buyers of your artwork. You never know when a relationship you make at work will turn into them collecting your artwork. Taking stock of your skills is a critical step you need to take before you go day job hunting as it can really illuminate the types of roles that might be a good fit for you and where you would like to further your skills. So in this next exercise, we're going to find your current skill set. This exercise is designed to help identify your strengths and your skills. Pull out your sketchbook and answer these questions as quick as you can. Short, concise answers will provide the most clarity and circle any keywords that start to show up, especially if they're repeated. This test should take you about 10 minutes to complete. Number one, basic skill assessments. What subjects or topics did you excel at in school? What tasks or activities at your previous jobs did you feel most confident in? Are you more comfortable with quantitative tasks like budgeting or data analysis or qualitative tasks like writing and brainstorming? Number two, technical skill assessment. Are you proficient in any specific software or tools like Photoshop, Excel, coding languages, etc. List all of them that you can think of. Have you undergone any formal training or certifications in any field? List them all and star your favorites. Does your art hire a specific skill set, such as photography or web design? List those out. Number three, interpersonal skills. Do you feel more at ease working in a team or independently? How do you handle conflicts or disagreements? Are you more of a leader or a follower in the group setting? How would you rate your communication skills, both written and verbal, on a scale of 1 to 5? Number 4. 
Organization skills. How do you prioritize tasks when faced with multiple responsibilities? Do you have experience organizing events, projects, or teams? Do you typically handle deadlines and time management well? Number five, creative skills. As artists, we tend to be very visually skilled. Think about the work you create and break it down into its simplest actions. Can you recognize patterns quickly? Can you memorize shapes? Do you have excellent color sensitivity and matching abilities? List as many components of your artwork as you can into its most basic form. How do you approach problems? Do you stick with traditional methods or do you think outside the box? Number six, soft skills. How do you handle stress or pressure? How do you get yourself into focus? Are you more detail-oriented or big-picture focused? How do you respond to feedback or criticism? Number seven, learning assessment. How quickly do you feel you can pick up new skills or tools? Can you recall a situation where you had to adapt to sudden change? How did you manage it? What's a new skill you've learned in the past year? When you don't know how to do something, how do you go about getting the answer? I, how do you research things? Number eight is personal interests. What activities or topics genuinely excite you or make time fly by? <laughs> Are there causes or issues you're particularly passionate about? How do you typically spend your free time? Number nine is networking. What do close friends or colleagues often commend you for? Are there tasks or responsibilities people usually turn to you for, both in a professional and personal setting? And number 10, reflecting. Think back onto your past jobs, projects, or roles. What tasks did you excel at and what did you most enjoy? Were there tasks you struggled with or preferred to avoid? What have been some of your proudest accomplishments and what skills do they require? I have all these questions listed out on the post for this podcast episode, so you can look at that. I'll have it linked in the show notes. But once you've thoroughly answered all these questions, review your responses and highlight any recurring themes or frequently mentioned skills. This is going to give you a much clearer picture of your strengths, areas of expertise, and your interests on what would actually be enjoyable for you to do as a day job. By aligning job possibilities with your identified skills and passions, you can definitely ensure a more fulfilling and productive work experience that will better lead you towards helping your artistic career. Remember, the goal isn't just to find a job, but to find a great job. Let's dive into my list here. These are all part-time jobs that I'm fairly certain could benefit your budding art career. I've done a little bit of research. I think these are great ideas and... If there's something on your list from your questions that's not on mine, that doesn't mean yours is wrong, okay? Like, you should pursue that. These next eight jobs are directly art world jobs. These jobs are directly related to artwork and have obvious con connections and connotations, but they also might be the most challenging to get. Depending on where you live and what your situation is, I would still try for these positions, even if you don't feel super confident about your abilities. Number one is the job that everyone thinks that you're going to get when you say, I'm leaving art school. <laughs> I personally have never done this job, but I've tried for this job a couple of times, and that is to be an art gallery assistant. An art gallery assistant really assists in the operations of the gallery from setting up exhibitions to dealing with clients and artists. It's a complicated job. It's not often part-time, and if you could figure out how to get this job, it's definitely going to push your artwork forward. 
You're going to get an inside look at the art world. You're going to gain knowledge about how galleries operate. You're going to be able to network with so many art, other artists and collectors. It's just like, this is the dream part-time job. If you can get this, hold on to it tight. It'd be so great. Okay. <laughs> this could easily turn into a full-time position if you're not careful. If you're trying to approach this job, I would say attend local exhibitions. I would go to every first Thursday there ever was. I would express interest in the art world to every person that you've ever met because someone is going to have a connection somewhere. And if you're chatty about it and you talk about it enough, it's probably going to work out for you. If you're looking to find these sort of jobs, they're not usually listed. These are more like in-house sort of things. You can always look on Indeed. You can always look on Glassdoor. But really going to the local gallery websites and sending them an email with your resume might be your best option. Good luck. You got this. Uh, I would bring with you a resume highlighting any art-related coursework or experiences, having like a lot of passion come through in your, in your resume, and you, you're going to need excellent interpersonal skills for this. Number two is art supply store clerk. What, what's better than getting discounts on art supplies and then learning more about art supplies and connecting with other artists at an art supply store then an art supply clerk, I, I'm just saying, this is the no-brainer. This is like, if you could get a part-time job doing this, yes, it's retail, but just, it has so many great possibilities. <laughs> and discounts. We love discounts on art supplies because it lets us make more art for less money. How, how delicious is that? Do I even have to explain this one? Like, you're going to get familiar with art materials. You're going to learn about new tools. It's, it's a win-win everywhere, okay? <laughs> if you have multiple art supply stores in your area... See how the employees look when you go into the store. Do they seem happy? <laughs> like that might be somewhere where you want to work. Number three, freelance graphic designing. This is like, you know how your aunt every time, <laughs> every time someone's like, oh, hey, I'm an artist. And then they're like, oh, can you drive, like design me some um, uh, business cards? This is like that kind of work, right? Where you're doing, maybe it's not like the most impressive business cards you've ever made in your life, but you're going to do lots of short-term projects, right? So you're going to design logos, do business cards, maybe social media graphics. This is going to hone your digital art skills. It's going to offer flexibility. It's going to show you how to do short-term contracts. It's truly great. If you were going to go into this, I would make a separate website that had a couple examples of past things that you've done. Um, engaging in online design communities, offering services on freelancing platforms like uh, Fiverr and things like that. Try and have a very crisp portfolio of a couple different projects. Maybe do one or two for free if you've got the time. This could be a great way to make just a little extra cash and you can definitely control your hours with this. Number four is photography assistant. All right, if you are a photographer, and you're like, I need some extra money, go be a second shooter for someone, especially in the wedding industry. This is great. But if you're not a photographer, but you were like, I could be a photography assistant. This doesn't necessarily mean taking more photos. Maybe it is managing equipment. Maybe it's handling post-production tasks like editing. Maybe it's dealing with clients and getting new jobs for the person you're assisting. Just, it could be great to be a personal assistant to a photographer. Ask around, see if anyone needs a creative assistant in this way, and you'll probably get a bite. Someone somewhere needs help with something. Maybe it's with social media work. Who knows? Have flexibility, have a willingness to learn, and be clear about what hours you're looking to work for. Because sometimes they, people can take over, right? And it's like suddenly your part-time job becomes your full-time job. You're warned. You're warned here. Uh, number five is an art class or workshop assistant. 
I used to take classes at Gage Academy and every single class would have a teacher's assistant that usually got to take the class for free while also helping out other students in that class. This is either a great way to trade your time for learning, right? So that's not quite a part-time job, but it's definitely discounted. It's definitely worth something. Or, you know, maybe you're working at a drink and draw place. Maybe it's a child's class, right? A class where, you know, we're teaching children things. Wow, that's such a good sell, Stephanie. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? We, we learn by teaching and therefore you're going to refine your own skills because you're going to learn how to communicate about art more. You're probably going to do lots of organizing, teaching basics to attendees, um, finding new people to come to that workshop or class. It's it's really great. I would go connect with local art schools, community centers, or other independent artists who are conducting these workshops themselves and see if they need to help. Number six is a part-time job that I've always wanted but never have tried to get, and which is museum attendant. This would be like guiding visitors, ensuring the safety of the exhibits, answering questions about the displayed art. It could be a great job. Um, visit your local museums, see if they have any openings. These are these are often jobs that have high rotation. You're going to need good communication skills, knowledge, or willingness to learn. If you know more than a single language, like you're going to rack it up in the job entry <laughs> levels. It's going to be good. Having a professional demeanor is really important here, and it's it's great to interact with other enthusiasts of artwork. Number seven is custom framing specialist. Now I say specialist here, but if you're going to be an assistant to a framer, you'll it'll be definitely like an entry level position. Helping customers choose frames for their art, for their photographs or memorabilia, and then assembling those frames is tough work, but you'll learn a lot. And learning how to frame your artwork yourself is such a huge money saver, like by, by a lot. This job will give you insights on how presentation can enhance your artwork. It's going to it's gonna be a skill you can apply directly to your own work, and this could easily become a full-time job as well. I have a friend who, um, <laughs> she started working at a art school at a frame shop, and then, you know, seven years later, she's like, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own the art shop now because the owner is giving me the shop, and, you know, this is my business now. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. These sort of places, sometimes they post on things like Indeed and Snag a Job, but a lot of times if you just go into the shop, especially if it's a mom and pop shop and not like a Michael's or something, they might just take you on. You need to be detail oriented for this job. That's super important. You need to be very precise, very specific. You need to have some knowledge of art presentation, you know, looking at enough artwork that you can feed your mind. <laughs> and uh, you need to keep updated with current art trends, because that will also be very important in how you sell these frames. The last one is a little bit different. This is more self-starter things. This is not someone else is paying you, but it could be. This is an art blogger or reviewer. An art blogger or reviewer is going to write about current art events, exhibitions, or doing reviews on supplies or other art shows that you go to. This is going to improve your writing skills. If you're already pretty good at writing, like this is a this is the one I would pick. You can improve on your writing skills. You can connect with your community. You can cause some drama if you're not careful. <laughs> this is something where I would start my own blog or contribute to an established one. Like go on to Medium, write something cool, engage with our community, and try and get an audience. Maybe a mailing list would help you here. Remember, you can always add on ads to your blogs if you're running your own. This is a great way to keep up with trends. Try it out. 
Okay, the next jobs that I'm going to have for you are going to be not art related, but definitely business related. These are going to be ones about social media, about marketing, things like that. When you're trying to build your full-time art career, understanding that the business and marketing side of things is just as important as you're honing your craft is so important, okay? Because you can't have one without the other and sell things. It just doesn't work. If you can gain experience in social media, in marketing, in networking, in organization, you're gonna give yourself a huge advantage. Here are some part-time jobs that can help you learn these valuable skills. Social media coordinator. Okay. You don't have to be super good at social media in order to help someone else with their business because by the experience of you making content for somebody else, it's going to slingshot you into getting good really quick because when you're making something for something else, your integrity as a, as a <laughs> director, as a coordinator, as an artist, it, it's on the line here, right? You want to make good content. So being a social media coordinator is kind of make you manage social media platforms, you're gonna be creating content, you're gonna be scheduling posts, you're gonna be engaging with followers of that platform. It's pretty great, it's pretty great. Plus this is definitely one of those jobs you could do remote. In this job, you're gonna learn about branding, you're gonna learn about audience engagement, you're gonna learn about algorithms of all the different social media platforms. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be intense, but good. And you'll be able to take all those things you're learning about that brand and turn it right around back onto yours. When you're looking for this kind of job, networking is going to be so crucial, all right? You're going to have to talk to a lot of people to convince them to hire you. But once you get there, once you get going, and once you start doing good work, they're going to refer you to other people. You're going to have more small contracts. Definitely one of those things where you can control your hours very well. I would make sure that your social media presence is topped up, right? So when you are like, okay, I want to do this kind of job. I have an idea of someone who I could help. Go over your own page, just give it a once over, add a couple of posts that like look at like the quality of things that you could make for them. So you give them examples, right? Your own social media page is the portfolio for work you could do for other people. Number two is a marketing assistant at a local gallery or art institution. You could also do this at literally anywhere else, but what it, this means is that you'll be assisting in developing and execution of marketing campaigns. You're going to help make promotions, help making some content creation. This is going to show you on how marketing campaigns are crafted and executed in a very real world sense. Any, way, any place that you do this kind of work is going to help your art business. You're just going to learn so much so quickly. You might be an assistant to an assistant when you first start out, and that would be okay as a part-time job. Look at internship.com. You look at different companies' websites, they might have this kind of creation happening. And if you have any sort of social media savvy, this is going to be very similar in its work. You're going to need a resume highlighting any relevant coursework or experience. Definitely cover level expressing interests in that brand that you're trying to help with the marketing on. Similarly, a networking event assistant is my third job. Networking is so powerful. You... you I say this all the time, but you never know when a relationship is going to turn into a collector. You just, you never know when it's going to happen. It might happen next week. It might happen in three years. Someday, someone's, that person you met once and had a great intimate conversation with is probably going to buy one of your art pieces. It's as simple as that. Relationships sell. Anyways, so that's why networking is so powerful. If you were a networking event assistant, you would be helping organize and coordinate these events, which 
is such a valuable skill because if you've ever tried to have an opening at an art show, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of times inviting people and, you know, reminding them that the event is happening and making the event cool is a whole art in itself. When you have these sort of events, you're going to meet a lot of professionals in many fields. And understanding the dynamics of networking events and building these relationships is going to be very key to doing well. In the past, I have myself worked on charities for networking events, have done networking events for young business-minded people. And I just, I've gotten so many commissions for office spaces because of these events. Because every once in a while, I'll just drop in, hey, I'm also an artist, not just the person helping make this event happen. And then they reach out to me and they're like, oh, I need art for my office. And you're like, of course you do. <laughs> okay, this is such a great job to have. If I was looking for trying to get into this job, I would reach out to local art organizations. I would event management companies, venues, um, places that have like any sort of event or regular shop class or anything like that and try and try and make it happen. Is that too vague? That might be too vague, but I believe in you. If you were like, I want to be a networking event assistant, I believe you would figure out how to <laughs> get that job. Um, weddings are also a good industry to get into for this for the exact same reason. You're going to need good organizational skills and good communication abilities. If this is not something that you are strong at, I would move on to a different job. Number four is just a general administrative assistant. You can tailor this to an art organization or you can tailor it to anywhere. If you are handling emails, scheduling, inventory management, and other organizational tasks for any job, you are going to get better at running your art business. It's just going to happen naturally. And if you can get paid for it and do it for someone else, that's even better, right? Understanding the behind the scenes operations of an organization and learning those skills is it's just going to be extremely transferable. If I were you, I would connect to local shops, um, charities, nonprofits, uh, any sort of business that you work at that might need an administrative assistant and just be like, hey, I've got hands and time and a computer. Let's go. <laughs> I'd be really familiar with tools like Microsoft Office, the Google Suite, organizational tools of any kind, any sort of software communications. Top up on those skills. Number five is a sales representative for an art supplies or a craft store. You know, you could be a sales associate for one of those stores, but being a sales representative means you'll be selling products and managing customer relationships. You might be handling marketing responsibilities and buying items for that store. This is going to teach you about sales techniques to like the max. You're going to learn about customer management and inventory management. This is very helpful. Visit your local art supply store. Visit your local art supply store, craft stores, or even big chains that have an art section and see if you can get in there. I should have put this one in the art section, but it's such a fun one and I thought of it later. This is number six, is an art fair or craft show coordinator. You know, in summer, there's always art fairs just left, right, and center. It's like the craft fair and they have like booths everywhere or the farmer's market and it has more booths ev everywhere. Learning how to organize vendors and promoting set event and setting schedules and everything runs smoothly is like, it's tough and you need a lot of hands and being an assistant or a coordinator for this is such a great part-time job, especially if you want a seasonal job. If you are in Seattle area, in the greater Seattle area, the Bellevue Art Museum happens every year and they have so many volunteers and so many people working behind the scene year round for this one weekend event to make it happen flawlessly. It's a huge event. There's so many vendors 
and it's really fun to go to. Organizing it seems really tough. It seems complicated and fun and interesting. And if you can get work being an assistant for that, how cool would that be? That would be so cool. In Seattle, there is lots of night markets in the winter where in the evening when the sun's gone down, they will have a hangar show where people will go where they store boats or airplanes. And it's very fun. Would recommend. Number seven is a membership coordinator for a club or an arts organization. Membership coordinator will manage members, organize events, communicating updates, and promoting membership benefits. This might be something you do at a local pool. This might be something you do at a school or an academy. Managing members or anyone who plays pays a monthly subscription to something is it's complicated and it's tough. And if you have any sort of organizational skills, this could be a great option for you and your art. You'll get a first-hand experience in managing a community, which if you have any interest in being a part of an arts community, this is skills that you got to have that not many artists do have. I would reach out to your local art clubs. I would reach out to places that have book clubs or societies or things like that and see if you can become an intern. See if you can become a part-time assistant for this. Number eight is a personal assistant to a professional artist or an art influencer or what does that even mean? Or, (laughs) Or someone who is in any kind of creative field. Being a personal assistant can mean a wide variety of things. This is something you could do remotely if you wanted to, but being there in person is kind of clutch. You might be doing things like handling emails, doing scheduling, assisting in social media management. You might be assisting doing art sessions. You might be making canvas for them or cleaning up their studio for them. You might be doing just like the most mundane of art studio things ever. And, you know, if you can get paid for it, that's great. Having a personal assistant is something I want to have in my future. (laughs) I can't have it now, but at some point, it'd be so nice to have an assistant. So if there's an artist you really like, reach out to them. Be like, hey, do you need a personal assistant for five or 10 hours a week? And then list all the things that you're good at. Be like, I could come in and help you in the studio. I could help you with emails. I could help you find grants. I could help you apply to galleries, into shows and things like that. Like, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. I highly recommend trying to find that job. Number nine is an Etsy or online store manager for a local artist. So if you know an artist and you're like, they make such cool art, maybe they have their art up in fairs or they have them in a coffee shop every once in a while, but they don't have an online store, be like, hey, I'm Stevie. And I could make you an online store with your art where you could sell prints, you could sell your original paintings and make more money a lot easier than trying to hang it at coffee shop shows every single month. And maybe they'll be like, that sounds pretty great. You will handle listing products and managing orders. And you're like, I sure will. That's a great part-time job to have. Plus, it'll teach you how to manage your own store in the future. My last section for you today is remote day jobs. These are day jobs that are extremely flexible in hours. You can do them from your house or your studio. You never have to be there in person. And they are very popular. And there's many, many opportunities for them. These could be part-time work. These could be full-time work. They can enhance your skills. They can give you a lot of experience. And they can definitely help you make connections. So the first one is to be a remote social media manager. You could do it for art platforms like a major website, or you could do it for an individual artist. Overseeing the social media channels for an artist is 
a lot of work, right? You're making content using their artwork. You're making, um, you know, emails for their email marketing list. You might be making and managing their website. This is a great job. If you can find it and sell your work this way, you should definitely do it. I, I basically mentioned this job way at the beginning, but just saying it again, but remote is very powerful. Being a virtual art class coordinator is my second job for the remote one. So online art classes are now a huge booming industry. And when people have live classes, say over Zoom, they usually need a moderator or a coordinator to help them bring in clients, but also make sure that the class itself is flowing really well. Maybe they have a group on Facebook that has a bunch of artists and everyone is submitting homework, you know, once a week and there's 30 students in the class. Helping manage that and coordinate it is very, very helpful if you can afford one. And a lot of artists have classes and courses like this. Seek them out, find them through your network. And if you ever see someone kind of advertising a class like this, be like, hey, do you need help? Because, <laughs> you know, I work for X amount of dollars an hour and I could help you a couple of hours a week. Could be great. Um, Skillshare is also a great thing for this. Um, Fiverr is a great place to advertise for this. And, you know, if you wanted to, you could make your own course. You, there's many course platforms online that... If you were like, hey, I'm really good. This is this is my secret, my secret next job. If you are really good at something and you could teach other people how to do it, you could film your own course and share it to one of these sites, like Coursera or something like that. Connect with instructors. It could be really great. Number three is to be a remote customer support person. There are many SaaS companies and software companies and apps and everything that have customer support. Insurance companies also have these. You'll be assisting users of, you know, sometimes art related to software or other apps and troubleshooting issues, right? This can be very easy things. Usually it's like, oh, if the customer needs this, it's XYZ and you have a script for it. Giving feedback to the development team is really important and you can get a really deep understanding of these art tools and these digital tools which can be beneficial to you. Maybe eventually you'll get an idea of something that you could build and maybe eventually have your own team of remote customer support people to help you. Hey, <laughs> um, I would look for re websites like We Work Remotely, um, direct company websites. If you're like, this is a cool app that they've made. Maybe they need customer support help. Look for that. Number four would be an online art magazine contributor or editor. There are a lot of art blogs out there, a lot of magazines that are online only, and they need help curating content. They need help with people submitting content. They need help writing content and editing it for that blog. This is going to include interviews, reviews, tutorials, trendy pieces, things like that. And sometimes you can find part-time work doing this. I would approach your favorite art websites. Um, I would go onto Medium. I would go onto WordPress and see if anyone is interested in a little bit of help with their with their pieces of writing. My last job for you today is being a remote digital marketing assistant. <laughs> so this could be for art brands, but it could be really any brand. Assisting with online marketing campaigns, emails, newsletters, SEO efforts, affiliate programs, any sort of brands that cater to artists or otherwise is a big job. You're gonna gain insights into that digital marketing world. You're gonna understand how brands appeal to artists and you're gonna learn strategies that can later be applied to market your own work. Win, win, win. <laughs> it's so good. Look at remote.co, look at LinkedIn. 
places like that. I would make every connection that you could possibly make and you'll find, you'll find work like this. Remote positions are just such a unique advantage because they can definitely offer really great flexibility. You're like, I've worked seven hours in the studio today. I've had dinner. I could work another three hours and make some more money. That would be great. That would be super. I want you to dive into these opportunities and look back into that list that we had at the very beginning of questions and see, do any of these line up for me? Maybe, maybe you've heard me talk about all these different jobs and I've thought, you know what? None of these sound right, but I have an idea for another job that would be great. And do it. Apply for it. See if you can find something. I hope these jobs have inspired you. I hope that you find work that works for your art practice and gives you lots of information to help make your work even better, to help you with your marketing, to help you with your social media, to help you make connections and potentially sell more artwork through maybe your coworkers, maybe the people who meet you through your work. I don't know. Could be great. Could be great. <laughs> if you have a part-time job, if you've got a day job for your artwork, will you tell me what it is? I want to hear what your day job is. I was a nanny. I was um, an assistant, a secretary. I've been so many different things. I've been a teacher for sports that I no longer do. There are many jobs out there that can help you make connections and help your artwork because at the end of the day, you making art is the most important thing. And if you got to work a little extra here and there to support it, great. We're going to do that. That's just what we're going to do because we're going to make our art, like Taylor Swift said, no matter what. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, leave me a review and a five-star rating. I would really appreciate that. You can find me at stephaniescott.art over on Instagram. And I hope you make some good choices today. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye.